All right, and welcome back to another episode of The Off Point with CJ and Ace. I am Ace. And I'm CJ. All right, we are back for another another week. Another week. Yep, another week going by. Oh, man, you know what? There was something I was thinking of. Um, how many days left until uh, until Buckeye season starts? I meant to look that up and forgot. I know, it's 10 Saturdays. From this path, so okay. yesterday. Okay. Well, so, we'll start with that, and then maybe next week we'll just have like a. a well, day, if it's 10 a, Saturdays, a I want to say 70. That should be 70 days left. 69 now. Yeah. All right. We'll go with that without actually looking and doing the math. Mm-hmm. So we'll say down to 69 days until mm-hmm. football. Man, it's coming quick. Mm-hmm. That also means the summer is going to be ending soon, too. So. Hey, happy inside. It hasn't even been started. Hasn't even been started for a week. That's true. That's true. Well, I guess you know what really messes with that is that is because school starts so stinking soon. Yeah, yeah. Starts entirely too soon, and I don't think it should start until September. Mm-hmm. You should never go back to school in August. Yeah. You shouldn't. First week is September. I, I can be cool with that. So we are Troy LaRoe days away from Buckeyes coming back. The heck is Troy LaRoe? He's number 69 on the Buckeyes. That's who. <laughs> Troy LaRoe. Let's look into him for a minute. As I figured, offensive Let's, lineman. Out of did Norton. you say Troy or Trey? Trey. Trey. Okay. Troy I might have said Troy one of those times. All right, Trey um, Lerow, Lerow. Uh six foot seven, three hundred fifteen pounds, out of oh. Norwalk, Ohio, and he's in his sophomore year. All right, big dude, big dude. All right, so I had a bonehead move today. You know what? I'm going to try. We might, we might have a little segment. I don't know of bonehead move, and. And, and today I have a bonehead move. So we have an ice maker that makes the uh, the famous Sonic ice that everybody mm-hmm. seems to love so much. Yep. It crunches easy. It also melts fast. So don't know what the big ordeal is, but the wife loves it. It's what she wanted. So we got a pellet ice maker. And it's recommended that you clean it once a week. So it has a self-cleaning yeah. system, which is pretty convenient. Um, also, I will, you know, wash some of the external parts, uh, rinse out the side tank, yada, yada, mm-hmm. doing the whole cleaning thing. And so the side tank has a little spout at the back bottom of it. And there's a tube that goes from the main machine into that little spout that sticks out yeah and then and then and then the side tank as it needs as the main machine needs water it pulls from that side tank so it's kind of like a backup it's like a reserve yeah that's what the purpose of the side even tank. though it holds more water it hold the reserve does hold way more water than the yeah. actual reservoir in the machine yes so and it just pulls it over that way you're not putting water in it you know every day mm-hmm. um 
or twice a day, depending on how much ice you use. So it, it's really nice. Um, but anyway, so I'm cleaning it. And then while I'm letting, once the cleaning process is finished, you take the tubes and you let the water drain out into the sink. Mm -hmm. Water's draining out in the sink. I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to refill the side tank and then just sit this back in place. Yeah. That's where I made my mistake. The 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 tubes from the back of the machine was not hooked up into the the uh, little spout from the back of the mm -hmm. side tank. Therefore, when I put the water back into the into the side tank and propped it up, water started coming out of the spout. So here I am, back turn, and I'm hearing water dripping, dripping. And I look back, and then water is pouring off of the counter and onto <laughs> the floor, creating a huge watery mess, all because I didn't wait to connect the tube to the side tank. So if anybody has one of those, please make sure that you put your hose connections back before you fill up water and start putting it back together. My bonehead move of the week. Well, nice job, Ace. <laughs> so I will get the bonehead award this week for that. All right, now let's move on and get started. So something that you didn't know until I told you. Yeah. Gronk has retired. All right, yeah. I was I mean, I knew the there was there was question whether he was what, what was he doing? That was the question. Mm -hmm. What is he doing? Is he staying? Is he leaving? What's he doing? He made the announcement via Twitter last Monday that he's officially retiring from the NFL for the second time. Yeah, and I'm quite surprised at this just for the fact that Tom's back. Mm -hmm. So why well, would he retired when playing with Tom once already? Yeah, I get it, but I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I just I would just think that if if Tom comes back, you know, I'll I'll keep playing. But yeah. yeah, like you're you're right. Like he's he's hung it up once. Maybe he had he had a good run. They didn't get anywhere last season, so he's like, you know what? The competition's thick. Yeah. I we really don't know how many more uh, trophies mm -hmm. um, Tom Brady is going to take take home. At the, from this point moving forward depends on how many he wins so or, sorry not how many he how many he wins how many more years he plays yeah will determine how many he wins I, I mean at this point i don't I, he could continue to play until he's 50 and i think i, I am willing i would almost lay money that i, I don't think we'll see another championship really I, I i really do no i just i think it's this the competition's getting it's getting better. You, I can see a shift in in other teams just just being better. I'm not saying that I, I think that they can get themselves in the mix, but I just think that they're going to have a hard hard time climbing, yeah. and unless they make some moves mm -hmm. that can help their team be really good. I, I mean, not that it's in a bad position. I'm yeah. not saying that at all. I mean, they've they've got a lot of working parts that yeah. that can make things happen, but I mean. And, and I think that they could win. They could probably they could win the NFC. Yeah, I mean I can see that. Um, like I said, I can see them being in the mix. AFCs they've got they've got some teams that's really 
There's a lot of, lot of competition. I mean, AFC is looking pretty strong. Well, two things. I guarantee you he's not winning another Super Bowl in New England. No, <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. Um, he's definitely not getting that. Also, this is his year. He won the Super Bowl in 2020, missed out in 2021. The trend continues. This is his year to win a Super Bowl. Every other year. That's what Tom Brady does. Yeah, it, maybe. But yeah, unfortunately, Gronk, the fun one to watch, is retired. Yeah. Didn't play too long in the NFL. Would have liked to see more of them. He'll probably come back again the next time Brady moves teams. Maybe. <laughs> Tom Brady to the Green Bay Packers. Gronk comes out of retirement for a second time. <laughs> yeah, so it, it'll be interesting. And I, I think that, uh, I think without Gronk, I think it's going to hurt. Well, potentially one of his worst years in the in the league was his first year without Gronk since Gronk was drafted. Yeah. That opened his last year with the Patriots. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a huge help. I mean, that's why I said that it, it hurts. Um, I think it'll hurt him yeah. not being I'm there. I'm starting to. I'm starting to think that Tom Brady is a little bit like LeBron, and the fact that LeBron always needs, like LeBron is like an A level player. He always needs a B level player like a, a support. for him to be good, like a support. Yeah, like Batman is good. Mm-hmm. But with Robin, he's great. They're better together. Yeah. It's like together, um, the dy- dynamic duo. Yeah. But I feel like with Tom, it's become without Gronk, he is not the Tom Brady that we all know and have watched roll the NFL yeah. for the last twenty years. Yeah. And yeah, for a while he I played without with Gronk and was great. But since Gronk came in, mm-hmm. since we without him, he's not so great. Good. Still really good. Sure. Way above average, but not the same Tom Brady. Um, Moving on from that, let's switch over to the NBA. The NBA draft was just a few nights ago. Thursday, I think. I believe that would be right. And there were some Buckeyes. Yeah, yep. And that's probably the only thing we were really concerned about. Um just because on our end, in our area, that's, that's just been a high talking point of where um, two Buckeyes that had entered the draft this year, um, Malachi Branham and EJ Liddell, where would they go? Where were they predicted to land? Um, you know, what's, what, what spot in the draft? Um, so I, I, I didn't watch the draft. Actually, I had forgot, <laughs> forgot about it. Shame on me. Um, I only would have watched it just until I saw where those two guys went because mm-hmm. they had them going. Um, let's see. I this from from what I heard, they had Malachi Branham going somewhere around fourteen, and then EJ Liddell somewhere in the twenties. Mm-hmm. I think if I if I remember correctly, like this is this was like projected, you mm-hmm. know, picks. Um. 
And they were per they were they were off on and they were off on that. Yeah. Which which kind of saddens me because I think. Um, I mean, I I know the the Cleveland Cavs had they had a pick somewhere around like seventeen eighteen or something like that. So like there was a there was a chance that Branham could get picked mm -hmm. up by the Cavs. Um, some people seem to like that 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 would work for them. Yeah, that that would work for them. I would like to see him go. You know, I like to see a Buckeye. You just keep everything local right here in our in our very own in our Buckeye State here. Um, so where uh, where where did Malachi land? Malachi Branham landed in. I want to make sure I'm getting this right. Yeah, San Antonio with the Spurs. So there you 20th go. Twentieth with the Spurs. So not a bad team. And as for EJ Liddell, the guy that's been the face of <clears throat> Ohio State basketball for the past several years, mm -hmm. he went to the New Orleans Pelicans 41st overall. 41st. So he, they were. That would be the 11th pick. He was about pick, 20. Right? Yeah, he was about 20 places. 10th no, pick overall in the second round. Yeah. 41st overall, 10th in the second. So it was like 20 places out from what they projected for him, which is sad because, you know what, I mean, in my opinion, like, just from, from what I watched, I really felt that E.J. Liddell was a better overall. A much more valuable player. I, I think so. It, it maybe, maybe it's because of, I mean, Branham is a couple years younger and youth is everything in this league. right and and then I, I think that's like because his development from because of his age his development was so much so so quick because ej back at this age wasn't getting in the nba you know he had to mm -hmm. stay and get get a little bigger get you know work on some there was things that he had yep. to work on so I, you know with branham it was more like He's already, he's already making the steps. He's already yeah. looking good. He's probably only going to get better. Defensively, I don't think Brandon will be as good as EJ Liddell. I just don't just by seeing it. That's not. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's had some you know some key defensive plays, but EJ was a freaking beast. On, yeah. On, I mean, he could be on both sides of the court. Um. So if he was even if even if EJ was off on on his scoring. His defense. I mean, he's he's helping you yeah. out in other ways. Yeah. Um. I felt that if Branham wasn't scoring points, then he really wasn't doing a whole lot. Yeah. So just my take on that. Um, it's, it's one of those things about I mean, basically every other sport outside of football, where it's like you got to worry about your players being both talented offensively and defensively. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know. Well, baseball. Mm -hmm. Is, is like that too. You don't have to really worry about on both sides as much. Um, but football mainly with a player, you only have to worry about them on one end of the ball. I mean, if they can play two ends of the ball, that's magnificent. But in sports like hockey, soccer, basketball, basically everything, you've got you've got to be good on both sides. 
Well, no, you're right. But I do want to say, like, and you mentioned baseball. No, baseball, you do play offense and defense. Your offense is going to be your batting skills. So you want to yeah. be able to hit the ball well. And then when you're But there's out also the a batting field, order. So while you want to have, a, like, a lot of good batters, I don't think anyone really intends on going all, all the way through their order. What do you For mean? as many players as they have on an, in a, on an average baseball roster. Well, I mean, you got your starting lineup. Yeah. I mean, just like in anything else. But there is, I mean, there is a strategic way of placing your batters. There is. Um, so you do, I mean, so the better you are, I mean, you're going to get in that, in that, that sweet spot that they want you. Um, I'd say it's like the cross of how football and every other sport is. But defensively, that's uh, that's once you're in the out. It's when you know, well, when you're in the field. Mm-hmm. So you do. You got to be good on both offense and defense, even in baseball. Yeah, you do. But less so than in sports like basketball or hockey. Only because the transition isn't as quick. When you're on offense, there's an I mean, actual side to the ball. I mean, defense. I mean, football's the same way. What do you mean? Same way as. Well, you only got one side out there at a time. So when your offense is yeah. out there, yeah, baseball so and base- football are similar in that. Yes. Where other sports is like, um, the Cavs have the ball, the Warriors have the ball, the Cavs have the ball, the Warriors have the right. ball. Right. No, so like, it's like that in football. Gotcha. Is when the two defenses, or like when the two secondaries are like next level. Yeah. He picked it off, and now the Buckeyes <laughs> picked it off. The <laughs> the Nittany Lions pick it off again. The Buckeyes pick it off again. You know, something like that. But you know, that's maybe once ever happened. Yeah, it's rare. Where you know, baseball and. Football are the only two sports that really come to mind that have a set offense and defense. Set, yeah, I see what you're saying. Now, football, I believe, is still the only one that has these guys play offense, these guys play defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, rarely do they cross over. Where baseball, you do play both sides. Mm-hmm. So... Baseball is kind of like right in between there. It's the crossbreed of both. Yeah. It's also why I like football so much. It's just so different from all the others. You can go out of bounds and the <laughs> ball still yours, which is nice. Yeah. Um, it's also just broken into plays rather than just back and forth. So if you got a pee or something in the middle of watching, <laughs> all right, play's over, quick pee, come back. Didn't miss anything. Because it takes 10 minutes to snap the ball. Um. Where in the NBA, or not the NBA, but like basketball or soccer or whatever, you got to wait for a timeout or quarter end or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes the sports or the games go by faster. But it is where NFL, or not NFL, but football has its edge. Because you you can pee? Well, I mean, it's the the breaks in between, you know? Just the the stop, reset. Yeah. I don't even know if you would have a chance to, to pee between plays. I mean, not every play, but... But you could get subbed often. out. I'm not talking about for the players. I'm talking about for the viewer. <laughs> oh, for the... Okay. 
<laughs> All right. Well, then that makes a little more sense. Yes. Then you can you can grab a pee in between plays. No, for a play. I mean, for a player, I guess you could, unless you're the quarterback. Kickers and punters, they can go take as long as they want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially the punter if you have like an Ohio State offense. Man, I gotta feel bad for those guys. They'll spend four years at Ohio State and they'll punt it, you know, just a handful of times. A handful, yeah. Well, That's why we have no punters in the NFL. It's it's good to have them when you need them, though. Well, we had Cameron Johnston. Mm. I want to say he's on the Texans still. We have him. Um, Drew Christman, the Bengals. He's got... You got an AFC ring. Yeah, that's right. Um, so there are those two, but again, they haven't done much. Kickers, we've produced a, a few. Blake Hobbio. Yeah. Who I haven't heard. I haven't heard is, his name in a while. Is he alive? <laughs> where, where is he? I haven't he? heard anything about him. Where's Hobbio? Um, Mike Nugent still in the league. He's in free agency right now, but he's. He's been he's around for quite like a bit. half the league. Yeah, he's played for the Cowboys. I want to say he's played for the Bengals. It's crazy because he's good. He's one of Ohio State's best of all time. Yeah, heck, he was put on the Madden all-time team. So to think that he couldn't do that—I mean, he kicks the ball, so it's not like the game's too fast, good. too fast for him. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. like when a quarterback goes from. College to NFL. Yeah, I mean the game. You know the the game is too. It, it's kind of fast. It comes at you. You got to adjust. Mm-hmm. Um, you you know you may not make it. You could be a, a good punter college. or a kicker. I think you have to make a perfect play at practice. Then they'll actually start paying attention to you. Yeah, like the coaching staff. Otherwise, just like well, this guy makes his field goals. This guy can punt it halfway down the field. Oh well. Yeah, I don't know what you got to do. Just I mean, if as long as you're making. Shona, you can make make field goals. It's a hard, it's a hard Shouldn't position a hard, to compete for. Yeah, it just seems because most way. teams are only going to carry one, with maybe another on the practice squad. I mean, what could separate you apart from another is your distance. distance. Yeah, and accuracy. Well, yeah, because like make, Greg, Greg Zerline, it. he can kick it far, but he's not accurate. Right. Yeah. No. Like. Yes. Yeah. So, like from a distance, if you can kick it far with precision mm-hmm. to make it. Then yeah, I think that could get you a spot. If Zerline would have made seventy-five, right, seventy-five percent of his field goals, the Cowboys would have won like three more games. Last season, yeah, they have like some, uh, and we probably would have beat the Buccaneers. Game deciding kicks or something. Yeah, we probably would have beat the Bucks last year. Wow. Yeah, that hurts. And just think of the, uh, think of the kicker too, though. Yeah. I mean, that would be. It's like, you know, that well, your job is like you don't go out there. You don't go out there often. So when mm-hmm. you do go out there, well, Zerline somehow ended up being there for two years, one year contract, but he was there for two years. <laughs> of course, they re-signed him. But after his first year of sucking, why? Yeah, especially when there's a lot of good ones out there that you don't see. Mike Nugent, um, I want to say Dan Bailey was out there. He was with Dallas for a while. Mm. A lot of guys out there, but hey, Noah Ruggles coming in a couple years. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully we'll get to see a lot of him. 
Hopefully. Hopefully his team sucks so bad. Well, hopefully they're good enough to get <laughs> like into field goal range. Yeah. And they just they just can't get it from there. Um so I guess moving on from that. Chase Claypool earlier this week claimed that he was a top three wide receiver, is he? Um I, I heard this and the the consensus is no. I want to say he is ranked thirty fourth overall in receivers. Yeah, so that makes him like the number two of the second, like wide receivers two. Thirty two teams, each one has a wide receiver one. He'd be in second for wide receiver two. So I guess he is in the top three. If we're talking about backup receivers. <laughs> I guess it depends on how you look at top three <laughs> wide receivers. Okay. You see, he just he just forgot something pretty simple. He just forgot the two. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, hey, I, I admire his confidence to think that mm-hmm. you know. Um. I I guess uh, you go out there and prove it then. I mean, the the, there I are two say. kinds of football players. I mean, really, two kind of athletes. There are the ones with the confidence of Chase Claypool that are definitely not in the top five, but they claim to be top three. Mm-hmm. And then there are the other ones that are like, yeah, I'm good, but I'm still not the best. I can be better. Yeah, that's a good mindset. And somehow, I, mean, I don't know how, but that's Tom Brady. Yeah, you just you have that that self-criticism to, to you know, to, to think that, I, I can do better than I mean, this. I mean, that's I can the kind do of like voodoo magic that Nick Saban does to his players. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're playing Cincinnati this weekend. We're the underdogs. Cincinnati is <laughs> one of the greatest teams in college football. <laughs> this is a really good team. They're going to be the best in history. we we got to beat them. No one's expecting us to win. Meanwhile, Vegas, there's a 99% chance Alabama's going to win this game. <laughs> <laughs> They're seen an article. They don't think that we could win this game again. I remember seeing an article. It was from like an Alabama website that said like powerhouse Cincinnati Bearcats take on underdog Crimson Tide or something. I'm like, what were you smoking? What what world is this person <laughs> living in? Is it is talking about the Cincinnati one? Bengals? Right. Well, then you got yourself a headline. Yeah, um, <laughs> just the way Saban tricks his players into thinking. Right, like what does he do? Does he just like take all their phones? And, like, I know we're return. I know we're return national champs, and we're undefeated right now. But they but don't think we can on, do it. But we have to take on the powerhouse school known as New Mexico State right. out of the <laughs> FCS. Actually, more like I don't know. Ohio Christian out of the NAIA or something. Right. You know, from another league that's not even as good. Mm-hmm. I I don't know how he does it. Is that is that how he does his recruiting? He's like, so how stupid are you? <laughs> I don't think he asked him would ask such a direct question. <laughs> no, that's how he that's how he gets his answer. Oh. <laughs> uh all right, you're on the team. Mm-hmm. Or um, as I was saying earlier, I don't, I don't 
like with Nick Saban, Alabama, it's not the coaching staff that builds these players. It's Nick Saban. We're at Ohio State. It's the coaching staff mm-hmm. that builds the players. That alone just tells you how different the two schools are. You can't say that Bama uses their coaching staff. They they yeah, do they, like they do their guys. jobs. Nick Saban isn't doing everything. He's a seventy year old man. And it's he's not. not he, he probably is. He's not just doing like Bill everything. Is now the offensive, special teams, and defensive coordinator for the New England Patriots. Now, and general manager. Now, do they micromanage? Quite possibly. I can, I mean, I can see that. It's like Nick Saban doesn't. He wouldn't need that entire coaching staff. He can hire the absolute worst of the worst. Well, I don't know. In coaching that. staff, and they'll still go and win a natty. Because nah. all that matters in Alabama is Nick Saban. Where? Well, big picture, yeah, but he's like, also going to—he's going to put good guys underneath him. That and, know and here's what my, doing. and and this is my point. One, he brings in like half a new staff every year, because everyone else either leaves for a coordinating NFL or head coaching job. Even former NFL coaches go to pl- go to coach under him. Okay. Um, and then there's also the fact that when a wide receiver is drafted out of Ohio State, we say, or Brian Hartline gets the credit. We say Brian Hartline. Stackstrom's coming back. Yeah, I don't know what to deal with with that. It's um, got a little little fuzzy going on. And- Trying to keep the wires from being crossed. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, but what when, like, an Ohio State player gets drafted, Brian Hartline developed. Brian Hart, Hartline, you know, is the guy that developed this receiver. Receiver out of Alabama, Nick Saban. Even a Bama fan couldn't tell you who their wide receivers coach is. No, I'm sure they could. <laughs> Here's the thing, and this is the big thing, because where we're at, we're going to hear a lot more. I, I can tell you right now, I mean, Hartline is do, he is doing a lot. He's doing so much that his name is starting to get put out there because of the production that he's doing. He's doing a phenomenal thing for his position, way more so than others. Um But I will say this, is that as far as hearing about other staff members and stuff, hold on, it's a lot of, this is our home. So we're going to hear more about Buckeyes than we're going to hear about Bama or any other school. So it it seems to us that Um, we only hear or only think that it's Nick Saban doing everything. Yeah, you are. But at the same time, it is Nick Saban. (laughs) The best way to get your good mix of sports is to listen or watch ESPN. Because yes. they're never biased to the home. Right. No. You're never going right. to hear more about Ohio State on ESPN. You're never going to hear. Well, you're going to hear more about Alabama on ESPN. But that's just <laughs> their favoritism. Now, here's the thing you Google Alabama coaching staff. Who comes up? Nick Saban, enough said. Is that what happened? <laughs> Alabama coaching staff. 
Nick Saban. That's funny. Um, but to go and look at their coaching staff, their offensive coordinator is Holman Wiggins. Never heard of him. Didn't think so. Um, no. There. There's the guy. Bill O'Brien, former head coach of the Texans. Yeah. Offensive coordinator slash quarterbacks coach for the Tide. Okay. This NFL head coach lost his job, went to Bama. Yeah. As an offensive coordinator, not a head coaching job. No. I mean, there's a reason they call it this Nick Saban coaching rehabilitation. Right. Um, did you hear something? Um, I did. I think that was your I think that was your Alexa. Well, what the heck did she say? And she's I, supposed to be allowed. No, I have no idea. That's odd. I, th- I think this house is ghost. I don't know. She just, she likes to, I think she gets lonely. (laughs) And just feels like she needs to be part of the conversation. Yeah. All right, so to move on from that whole thing, let's go to everybody's favorite topic, for whatever reason, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, how about we take a quick break, and then we'll jump on that. Okay. All right. All right, so uh, you got uh, something here on the Baker Watson situation? Well, I mean, nothing but where do you think Baker's going? Uh, but see, well, last I heard, I knew there was talks of Panthers, but um, I think it might be somewhere else. I've heard Seattle's one picking up. Seattle? Mm-hmm. I guess they've realized how bad Geno Smith is. Yeah. Andrew Locke? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, these guys suck. Yep, they could they could probably use them. Um, yeah, so I guess that's still up in the – I mean, I don't know. Is there any, have you heard anything else on that? I'm just trying to think of teams that needs quarterback. Um, the Browns. The Browns. That that would be a good landing spot Browns. for Baker. Yeah, unfortunately, they freaking burnt that bridge. They burnt the bridge. Now they're trying to rebuild it. I don't even think they're going to try it. They don't want Baker to quarterback. No, they are. They're trying to get Baker to play. That. Uh, because it's become inevitable that Deshaun's going to be out for six to eight games. And they're going to rely on Jacoby Brissett. You do not trade three first-round picks, spend $230 million hey, nobody for accused the Haslams for being brilliant, for this being a brilliant decision. I don't know what they were basing their their decision on paying him so much money. It was the only way to get him. Um, but now this this could come back to, to bite him in the rear. Because um, there's talks that 
Watson could get suspended for an entire season. Mm-hmm. For an entire season. Yeah. And it do you really, want to go a whole season with Jacoby Brissett? They will. I think they will. I just I think yeah, that they're and then they're going to draft a quarterback. I think they're at a they're at a rock and a hard place, and they're and they're going to. And what's going, I, I and think what's going to happen? I, I think they've done. I don't think Baker would play. Oh, I, I don't think he will, but it's not going to stop the Browns from being like, hey. I don't think the Browns are going to try. Play I, I really feel that. Season? I think they've made their decision. And now they're regretting it, and they're coming back. Like, so. Well, where? Is there an maybe. article that says this? It's just rumors floating around. No, because I haven't seen or heard anything. But, you know, the NFL, when there's a rumor, nine times out of ten, it's it's true. Um. So, for Baker landing anywhere, it could be literally anywhere, aside from, like, Tampa Bay, Dallas, and, you know, Green Bay, everyone with a established starter. It could be the Giants. I've heard they're kind of over Daniel Jones. Hmm. It could be the Steelers. They need a quarterback, and we all know that Mitch Trubisky ain't going to last long. Yeah, there's Kenny Pickett over there, but do you want to start him as a rookie? Yeah, I don't think Steelers would take him. Um, Rams obviously aren't going to do anything with Stafford. No. I mean, nope. the Lions they, maybe? No. Um, but as for the Browns, if if Brissett plays the majority of the season to the entire season, no matter, and as long as the Browns win fifty percent of their games, or well, I guess it has to be either eight. Let's see, there's seventeen games in the season. Yeah. So as long as they win a majority of their games, I guess, or come close, so roughly fifty percent. Then I think Brissett's gonna be like, all right, you paid this guy a whole lot of money just to not play. Where's my payday? And that's what's gonna buy him in the butt, because I want to say he's on a multi-year contract, and he's gonna want paid. He's a solid backup. So you either lose your solid backup, or you pay him an outrageous amount for a backup. Or there's the only always a chance that if if they're able to get to the playoffs, maybe like I I'm gonna set the playoffs if you don't pay me. Because the guy's only only getting paid a couple mil. Now he's gonna be a starter. I mean, maybe they could run into that problem. If he somehow pulls off, you know, being a really good quarterback. You know, it doesn't matter if he start it doesn't matter if he's really good. It just matters it if, if they're matter. winning games. He's like, hey, we're winning games. Give me money. Doesn't matter how good he is. No, no, it does. They're not going to. They're not going to pay somebody because you're winning games. Well, it you, is. The, you you have to be performing. That you get paid on your performance. You don't get paid. And because what was your Deshaun team Watson's wins. performance? It, it's exact. No, that's a good question. Because I would. 
I think it was ridiculous that in the beginning with that they would even pay him that much. Dude hadn't played in over, you know, a year, and or he sat out an entire season, and and so so what? So like like what were his numbers before that? I mean, I know he wasn't like bad or anything, but was he really like on fire or something? Did I miss something? I mean, he was doing pretty good, but for a year, maybe two. He was good with the Texans. For multiple games, he'd be really good. Then he'd suck. Then Sort of like Jameis Winston is good for a season. The next he sucks. Deshaun would be really good for a few games. Then he'd suck. Be good for a few games. Then he'd suck. Like I'd rather have Jameis Winston than Deshaun Watson. At least I'll get a one good season out of him. Well, he came prepared to crash and burn the next, yeah, well, then another. Good Watson season. came with with baggage, and it was, and, and the baggage had a lot of uncertainty to it. It was it was baggage that inside the baggage, you didn't know it was inside the baggage, but it's more baggage. I mean, and and it's and it's starting to crash down a little bit because I mean now, now they're to the point to where they they settled what twenty of the twenty four allegations. And and now I mean, and now the the NFL has to make a mm-hmm. a discipline choice. Yep. Hearings on Tuesday. Yeah. And so, and this is what I don't like is that he he claims his innocence and then didn't want to settle, but I think it's just it's getting drugged out, and this thing can get drugged out so far that he may not play. Like, I think there needs to be, and something needs to be done to just, it's just, it's just end this. And mm-hmm. I, I think you could just get to the point to where, you know what? Look, I'm not admitting guilt, but here, it, if this is what it's going to take just to, just to get this to stop, I just want to go play football. Mm-hmm. Then here, let's, let, let's settle. Let's, let's make a settlement. What, yeah. you know, what are we going to do here? And then yeah. I think that's where it's at. I don't think it's an admission of guilt or not. I mean, and I'm not saying that's my opinion. I'm not saying I'm saying he is guilty or he isn't guilty. I'm not saying that at all. There's, I mean, let's face it. There's a there's a lot of things that you can bring up and mm-hmm. and that would say like, I mean, really question <laughs> whether he was in the wrong or you know he was doing d- doing things. Things are just fishy. But that 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 that's, I mean. Not for me to decide. Who goes through 24 massage therapists? Yeah, especially when there's one three, provided for three you. To four? <laughs> they have, I mean, when they provide their own. And then, yeah, it's just, there's a lot of sketchy things, but, you know. I mean, three to four m- makes sense because, you know, mm-hmm. the usual may not be in. Oh, it, it, yeah. And there was like, what, like 66 of them. That's a lot. And then, I mean, but only. 24 of them. Yeah. Or, you know, claiming sexual allegations. But I, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, I just, I, I would like for it to be done. I think a lot of people are done talking about it. I think it's just kind of getting old. Let's, let's get a decision made. Where, where, what's going on with this dude? Is he, they won't decide or they won't announce anything. Until like the day before the season starts. Yeah, quite possible. Yeah, who knows? Knowing the NFL. Um, 
But look, paying him $230 million is one thing. But paying him $230 million guaranteed is another. You need to put stipulations on these things. Yeah. Such as, you throw for this many passing yards, we'll give you another $5 million. You get this many touchdowns, we'll give you another $5 million. You get us to the playoffs, we'll give you another $15 million. But guaranteeing that money, he can go out there and not complete a single pass, and he's still getting a heck of a payday. Yeah. That's a lot of money to guarantee a quarterback that may or may not be good. Yeah, he was good, what, two years ago when when we last saw him play. Doesn't mean he still is. No, at this point, by the time he gets back on the field, you know, how how good is he going to be? Exactly. Now he's been out I mean, of it. If he gets suspended, he gets suspended. He's going for to be rusty one season. way or another. Right. He gets suspended this and for you know this upcoming season. That's two full seasons. This guy has not played. Now I have seen a little bit of him at training camps. Yeah. He looks like he's ready to go. He looks good. Yeah. But so do a lot of guys at training camps that end up crashing and burning in the season. hate to say it, but Zeke is one of them. Hmm. But it also looks like in training camps, oh, they're going to use Zeke. No, they'll run him. I mean, it's almost like Travion Henderson. Hand you the ball a few times, and then you're done. But with Zeke, it's more like, um, you don't run the way we want you to. You don't play well, the way we want Travion. You're, you're, you're he's really good. getting like almost 100 yards a game still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But, but yeah, with Zeke, it's like he doesn't fit McCarthy's scheme. And they're, they're keeping him around. Why? Because he's one of the best running backs in the league, and they know it. Yeah. They don't want to give him to another team. But you're not using him. You're making him look like he sucks, and he doesn't. Right. You have this great player. Adjust your scheme. It's what Bruce Arians had to do in Tampa Bay for Tom Brady, and guess what? They won a freaking Super Bowl. You adapt to your player. Yeah. I mean, they have to adapt to your coaching staff, but they need to adapt to each other. If this really good running back doesn't fit your scheme, either trade him, because they could probably get a first-round pick out of Z. Yeah, baby. Yeah, he probably just needs to go somewhere else where he's going to be better utilized. I suggest, and I, I was going to cut him out of the podcast today, but Debo, if he doesn't... Oh, great. Both cameras are down. Um, <clears throat> good thing we don't exactly need him. So, Debo is technically still with the 49. Mm-hmm. He's not a free agent yet. So, I suggest... What the two teams do is they trade. Debo for Zeke. Zeke for Debo. It's an even trade. Yeah. The Cowboys are going to get used out of Debo. Primarily a wide receiver now that we don't have Amari Cooper. Yeah. And that's what he wants. He wants to be a receiver. But you can use him as a running back to help make up for Zeke. But you still got Tony Pollard that can carry you. Plus they had a couple good backs on the practice squad last year that they brought back. Boy, yeah, he could be pretty. He could be utilized for well the Cowboys. I don't know. Carlos Hyde's is sitting out there in free agency, I believe. I'm surprised he's still out there. <laughs> he might have retired last year if it wasn't for Urban, because mm-hmm. Urban that was like one of the first guys he brought on. Yeah. 
but he's good. He's good. He's good. You give him the chance. Yeah. He he's one of those guys like Travion kind of was for the first part of the season. You gotta let him get going first. Yeah. And then he'll just break. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, if Zeke goes to the Niners, they with the way they went through running back last year, they could always use another. Mm-hmm. And then they also was Zeke and Trey Sermon on the same team. Yeah, it's true. But this Buckeye helped develop another Buckeye yeah. in the NFL. Could be something nice to see. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad at they it. They got mm-hmm. who was that? Elijah Mitchell is the current well, starter. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's good, but he's Zeke would good. be an upgrade. Maybe. Man, um, I mean, just due to performance, I think they're almost equal talent. But I think, but Zeke can, but Zeke he can could, still break he, out. He could. And like he's that. he's. A, I can't say for sure how big Mitchell is, but I know Zeke's a bigger guy, so yeah. he can he can run with a few guys on him. Yeah. So it'd be I think it's the perfect trade. <laughs> Just an even up. The Cowboys get a wide receiver one who doesn't want to play for his current team. Mm-hmm. They already like to spend money on receivers. They've got a fair amount of cap space. Um and then the 49ers, Debo doesn't want to be there. They've got some receivers, and more importantly, they got George Kittle. They still don't know who their quarterback is. They're thinking Trey Lance, but it could be Jimmy. And then you, you run through quarterback or running backs yeah. every almost every year with concussions and crap. Add one more to the depth chart, not to mention this guy is a better running back than the receiver that you were playing at running back. <laughs> and he's probably just as good as your running back. Right. No, for sure. It will... I think it's 50-50. It's a win-win. Mm-hmm. It's a quadruple win. Cowboys win. Niners win. Debo win. Zeke win. It wouldn't be bad. And as a Buckeye and Zeke fan, which unfortunately, Zeke is what made me a Cowboys fan. Well, there. Then you can quit being a Cowboys fan. I didn't switch to a Bears fan when Fields was drafted. I don't like him more than Zeke. <laughs> do hope the Bears do better this season. But it would be really nice to see Zeke go out there and play a lot like he did in college. Yeah. It's not right that he's getting held It would back. be nice. Yeah. Nope. I agree. So final thing today. Back to back to back. Yeah. Five-star... Five star, four star, five star, or five five four. I, I don't know. Five five four. It's a lot of stars. As we a talked about last we're week, we're collecting stars. Yeah. As we were talking about last week, um, Carnell Tate committed to Ohio yeah, State. Yeah. The very next day, Brandon Ennis is it Ennis. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Oh, I believe it's Ennis. Committed to Ohio State. And then Noah Rogers committed to Ohio State. Now these all receivers? All wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Tate on the 20th. Ennis on the 21st. And Rogers on the 22nd. The 20 doesn't matter. But those other three numbers do. 10th overall in this year's NFL draft. Who was drafted? 
Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson. 11th overall. Who was drafted? Is that Jameis Winston? Win or uh, what's his name? Yeah. Jameson Williams? Yes. There you go. <laughs> Winston's the quarterback. Yeah. 12th overall. And Chris Olave. 0-1-2. Yeah. And that repeated with these three wide receivers, the 0-1-2. No, you're funny. Kind of nice Cra to crazy see. Crazy connection. Um, and then if you want to go from the other number, we went from 1-2, to two, so these guys should be better. Maybe. Um, uh, it's kind of nice to see. And that's three wide receiver yeah. recruits in just as many days. Not only looks good on Ohio State, not only looks good on Brian Hartline or Ryan Day, but it looks spectacular on Brian Hartline. Mm -hmm. That's shown that not only can he develop receivers, he can recruit them. Yeah. Yep. Guys want to go play under well, him. Well, that's good. Um, but, I mean,. I'd like to see him start picking up some defensive players, though, too, because we're going to need it. We're going. We to, that's great that we're getting all these wide receivers, mm -hmm. and I don't think awesome. I don't think anything's going to slow that down. But I, we definitely got to make sure that uh, that they're on the recruiting trail for some some good um, defensive guys. Yeah, for sure. Um, we did get some good defensive guys earlier on in the year. We got a, a transfer, too. Again, a bunch of guys transferred. Mm -hmm. I know we got Tanner McAllister out of Oklahoma State. Yep. Following Knowles over. And Knowles also has some pretty good talent to work with already there. Mm -hmm. You got Steel Chambers at linebacker. Um, Proctor's coming back in the secondary. Plenty of guys on that defense. Yeah. That he can work with and really develop into what we need them to be. And then, you know, it's a whole new coaching staff, aside from Larry Johnson on the defensive end. Mm -hmm. So I have a lot of confidence in this defense. I do, too. I do, too. And there, I would like to see more defensive recruiting, but I don't know if that will pick up until after – that defense showcases yeah. itself on the yep. big stage. No, I agree. I agree. Um, I, I think that'll. I think it'll be a big help. Yeah. Final thing, since we're still in the recruiting, Arch Manning has committed. Made a decision. Where's he going? Is it Alabama? <laughs> Alabama. Like they didn't even talk about that. Like as a, as one of his choices. I don't remember hearing that. It was it like was. Texas or Tennessee. Um, Tennessee was one. Yeah. Alabama yeah. was one. I think, oh, okay. They kind of fell off, I, but was it Alabama? No. Was it Tennessee where Peyton played? Yeah. No. Was it Ole Miss where RG and Eli played? No. I also heard Texas. Was it Ohio State? I don't think it was. I, no. I don't think I was ever mentioned. Ohio State, I want to say he had a visit. No. Or at least he had one scheduled at one point. Mm. And Texas A&M was in there for a brief period of time. Yeah. But they kind of fell off early like Ohio State. Mm. No, so it's Alabama. Texas. Oh, it is Texas. Yes. Oh, you said Alabama. I asked if it was Alabama. Oh, I was going to say, I don't remember hearing Alabama being in the mix. But, yeah. okay. Yeah, so it was Texas. Texas. Okay. Which means Texas 
<clears throat> has recruited all three perfect, perfectly rated quarterbacks of all time. Vince Young was the first ever perfectly rated qu- quarterback or player, I think. Really? With a full 1.0 five-star rating. Okay. The closest anyone else has been is 9.9999, whatever. Mm. He had the full 1.0, five-star. The second one of all time mm. was Quinn Ewers, which they got via transfer portal this past year. Yeah, yeah. And now it's Arch Manning. Hmm. So, congratulations, Texas, but right. nothing really shows off in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, Vince Young was pretty good, but... Yeah, that's... Yeah. It's going to be interesting to, to see the competition between Ewers and Quinn is going Manning. to be there for one year before <laughs> Arch comes in. Yeah. We all know they're not... They're not going to start Ewers over Arch. Yeah, we'll, well, it, what would it, be it really, awesome? it'll really depend on what what kind of position they're in. What would be awesome, and what I've seen a handful of people talk about, is what if Ewers is benched after or Arch gets there? He's like, I want to play, and he comes back to Ohio State. I, mean, I suppose it could happen, but it all depends on what our situation is looking like at that time, too. So. I think it's going to be, obviously, Stroud next year. He'll go to the draft. Oh, sure. Then I think it's going to be McCord for a year. I think he's going to do a Dwayne Haskins kind of thing. Yeah. Come in for a year, go draft. Then it's going to be Devin Brown for two years. Hmm. And then um, that Dylan Rayola. Yeah. Quarterback, that will be his junior, junior and senior year at that point. And then we don't know who right. who's in yeah. after that well, yet. Too right. early to tell. But that gets us to like twenty twenty seven. Yeah, yeah. It's twenty twenty two. That's five years. Cool. As long as nobody jumps ship. Yeah. As long as nobody jumps ship. Well, we don't have to worry about that. McCord is almost guaranteed the job, and he's said he has no problem with competing. Devin Brown is literally questioning why guys are jumping ship because they can't yeah. compete. Yeah. And Rayola. As already said, he loves the competition. Yeah, he knows Devin's going to be there, but mm-hmm. he wants it. Yeah. He wants to fight. Good. Which good. is good. It's a good thing to see from Ryan Day be just getting these guys that want to fight. Yeah. And that's what Ohio State needs to start doing before everyone else starts catching on. <laughs> get the guys that want to compete that aren't afraid to fight. Yep. Don't get the Tate Martells. No. Nope. From them. Also, hope, hopefully a Joe Burrow situation doesn't happen where he's hurt, but he really wants to play. So, <laughs> but he's not getting the starting job, so he's got to go somewhere else just because you know he was kind of screwed out of it because you know, out. Yeah, no, it sucked. All right, well, hey, we just finished another episode, so another go, one in the box. Go us, and we'll be back next week. Can you feel it? Can you feel it?